<laughs> Good morning. Well, they're going to get over here in just a minute. We're just going to go ahead and get started with the intro, okay? This is the 24th day of August. The year is 2023. This is Daybreak Live, I hope, with the Nespins. Hey, good morning, guys. Good morning. Ta-da! Ta-da! Look, and Michael's over there, too. Look. He's a dog. See the dog? That's Michael. <laughs> Michael's a dog. All right, we're going to sing We Will Dance. Shout of praise for the 
you have anything you'd like to say? Any of you? They're right there. Your friends. Hello, friends. Hello, friends. Hello, friends. Oh. Lisa and I have been walking every morning this week. We walked two and a half miles this morning. What? Praise the Lord. Good morning, Frank. Good morning, Elvis. Josh. Uh, Josh is over in uh, Jerusalem. Hallelujah. Thank you for tuning in and being with us, my brother. Elvis, Melissa. All right. We are, and the rest of you guys, we want to remember our sister, Diane, this morning. We called her last night and had prayer with her, but I wanted to ask everybody to just remember her today. Hello, son-in-law. How are you? Tired. My son-in-law just walked in. Uh, we want to remember she has surgery today. What time's her surgery, babe? She told us 10 o'clock. And so if you could remember today, we'll just say right now, Lord, in the name of Jesus, bless our sister as she uh, gets ready for this surgery and prep for this surgery. In Jesus' name, watch over her, the doctors, the nurses, and everybody. In Jesus' name. Uh, and I also want to ask you at 10 o'clock when, when it's happening, just lift her up to the Lord, okay? Try to remember, 10 o'clock, set you an alarm, and let's lift her up to the Lord and be praying for her. She is a regular here on day, Daybreak, praise the Lord. So we're walking through the book of Proverbs, and a lot of the Proverbs say very similar things, you know. And so we have gotten now to chapter 18, verse 1, and we talked about this quite a bit yesterday. Uh, but different people, some different people watch Daybreak it on different days. Some of you guys are every day. Others just tune in on Thursdays. They watch the Thursday broadcast. Some just watch the Friday. And so I want to talk just, I feel like this is so important. I want to highlight, we won't do it long, but we, I want to highlight verse 1 again of chapter 18. So Proverbs 18, 1 says this. A man who isolates himself seeks his own desire. He rages against all wise judgment. So isolation, this proverb is saying, um, one who isolates themselves 
is being selfish and unwise. You say, well, how could they be being selfish? Well, being selfish because the reason people isolate is because it takes sacrifice to live in community. It takes sacrifice to stay in a marriage. If two people get married and the uh, the both spouses are not willing to do some sacrificing, they're not going to stay married long. Mm -hmm. It takes sacrifice to be in marriage. It takes sacrifice to be in, in a family. It takes sacrifice to be in community and church. It does. And so there's a point of isolation where it's selfishness. It says one is selfish. Uh, they just want the things, of, you know, they just care about themselves and not others. And that's not good for us. It also says it's not wise, it's not good for us. Now, we did qualify yesterday that fasting and prayer is good. And that's not what it's talking about. There are times when we need to steal away and isolate for a period of time. That's not what this proverb is talking about. Okay? Sometimes we need to steal away and pray. Seek God and fast. But, for instance, in the Corinthian letter, 1 Corinthian, he even says to spouses, he says, but if you separate, if you fast, he said, make sure it's for a specific time, the Apostle Paul says. He said, and then come back and be with your spouse so that Satan doesn't tempt you. And so, because the Apostle Paul says... Stealing away and fasting and praying is a good thing, but it's not a continued place to be. You need, uh, you need community. You know, God is the one who said it's not good for man to be alone, and this goes in every area. I believe this is why it says in 14, uh, 14 23 of Hebrews, I think, forsake not the assembling of yourselves together. We need to assemble together. We need people to be with. We need accountability, and we'll move on from there. Hey, I was just Verse say, 2, go. Well, God made a whole lot of different personalities. Mm. And I think, okay, like we've got Sarah. Sarah's definitely from the land of fun, right? Yeah, like Sarah you need, is, yeah. you need different personality type friends too, to, to keep variety in your life. You know, to have company. You don't want to just be around people who are just like you, yeah. especially if you have a tendency to be melancholy or anything like that. You need to get some people in your life that are mm -hmm. full of the joy of the Lord. Um, and I was thinking about the the suicide rate among young people is insane yeah. at this point in life. Yeah. And I think a lot of that is because they have isolated. And again, we talked about it yesterday. Some of that is because of the technology that they Sure, and you can be in the middle of a room and be isolated. That's true. Amen. All right, that's good. And we talked a lot about that yesterday. And uh, so if you want more comments, go to the end of yesterday's broadcast. Verse 2 says, A fool, did I put it up? A fool has no delight in understanding, yeah, but in expressing his own heart. The, the foolish heart, here it's talking about understanding the situation. Foolish heart does, just doesn't care. Has no desire to understand the truth of the situation. Just kind of jumps in and, and just expresses their own heart. This happens often when people do not take time to listen. Slow down. Listen. Find out what's really going on. What's the truth of this matter? What's false and what's true? Right? But the fool, he has no delight. He doesn't care. He doesn't want to really understand. He doesn't really want to know the truth. He just want to, wants to jump to his own conclusion and fulfill his agenda or her agenda. 
and they just want to express their heart and just spout out whatever's coming out. Not good. The Bible calls that foolish. Verse 3. When the wicked comes, contempt comes also. So that's to say when the wicked comes, he's bringing or she's bringing contempt with them. It means scornfulness, you know. Uh, dishonor. And with dishonor comes reproach. Okay? The reproach comes with the dishonor. When the wicked comes onto a scene, it just brings contempt, right? Uh, and this is in any kind of situation, this proverb is true. Uh, but it definitely happens, you know, in local congregations, you know, when people slip in, they become, uh, and, and you don't know at first, but there's actually, they start bringing contempt. There's wickedness that comes in. And did you know that the enemy is always trying to supplant, is always trying to deceive, is always trying to disrupt, is always trying to sow division and discord? That's the truth. He's like a roaring lion, lion seeking whom he may devour. And so this happens uh, in Bible studies, in church groups, in families. There's always a sowing of division. So when we, you know, when we say wicked, I mean we could really lay this against Satan himself, right? or the demonic principalities and powers that we contend with, when they come, they're bringing contempt. They're bringing scornful attitudes. They're bringing dishonor. And they desire to bring reproach. The enemy loves nothing better than to cause God's people, those who claim to be followers of Yeshua, followers of Jesus. It brings him no greater joy than to cause reproach to come to men and women of God and churches of the living God. Tickles him to death. Tickles him to death. We need to be wise. We need to be smart and wise. Verse 5. I mean, these next things go with it. Uh, but anyway, uh, Proverbs 18.5 says, let's look at this. I got to move my little here. There we go. Proverbs 18.5 says, It is not good to show partiality to the wicked or to overthrow the righteous in judgment. Now we read many proverbs like this. It's not good to make evil good and good evil. We talk about this all the time. But think about the partiality that's being shown even in our days. It is insane. Okay, in case you're wondering, I don't want to make you mad. I love you. I don't, whoever you are that may be watching this broadcast, I love you. And I want to say this in love. I believe that the Bible is the Word of God. I believe that God is real. I don't just believe that in the sense of believing. I know He's real. I know God is real. I know He created man, male, and female. So you take the day that we're living in right now where there's, let's say, female sports. And now there's a partiality being shown to the guy that dresses up like a girl and wants to compete in female sports against women. 
Okay. What's happening? They're winning. They're winning. <laughs> How silly is it? Is not our culture in so many ways showing partiality to wickedness? Not just saying, oh, I love them. Let's pray for them. Let's, let's come alongside them. Let's love them. Let's you know, tie some strings with them. Let's try to pull them to the truth. No. Let's give in to their, to all the craziness that's going on. All the delusion that's happening. Let's not teach a boy that he's a boy or a girl that they're a girl. No. Uh, and if they're feeling this way, let's allow them to go in the... If a boy feels like a girl, let him go in the girls' restroom. How silly are we becoming? Okay? And in a culture, it's not only that there's compassion, but partiality is being shown. And it's going to come to the point, unless something changes, if, the, if their way has its full run, you can't even say anything against it. You can't even speak the truth. Amen? I was thinking so, about how ridiculous it would be if we had a donkey that thought it was a thoroughbred racehorse and we decided, let's, you know. I mean, you had a thoroughbred racehorse that thought it was a donkey. Not that I'm saying girls are donkeys or anything like that, but you know what I'm saying. It'd be, it's, You're just it's saying, like it's a, a considering. differences from creation yes. that make certain animals or people stronger or faster than others. There just are. Now listen, we need to love and come alongside people and help people that are struggling. We all struggle. All of us struggle with some kind of sin. Amen? But we we cannot fabricate and, and, and allow lies and not only allow lies, but just show partiality to the lie and and solidify that lie yeah. in people's mind. It, it's ludicrous to take somebody that's battling on their gender when they're 10, 11, 12 years old and then allow them to have a, uh, a surgery that alters the rest of their life. Are you kidding me? You can't drive a car till you're 16, right? You're not considered an adult till you're 18. You can't have a glass of wine till you're 21, but you're going to let little children and parents can't say, this is the thing. This is the craziness that's going on. And overthrowing of righteousness and judgment pray for our culture pray for our justice system and we will move on but that's just there's a lot of weird stuff going on amen strong delusion is creeping in and let's not show partiality to the wicked it's not good all right verse six and verse seven really go together but i didn't put them together so let's uh let's just read them a fool's lips enter into contention contention and his mouth calls for blows let's go ahead and put verse 7 a fool's mouth is his destruction and his lips are the snare of his soul well I'm putting these two proverbs kind of together saying they're talking about the same thing in a little sentence four word sentence don't run your mouth you start running your mouth and getting into contention, the next thing you know, it's going to come to blows. Sometimes one of the hardest things to do is just shut up. Just stop. Sometimes, 
we have established here, going through Proverbs, words are powerful. Words are extremely powerful. As we have already said, words can start wars. Words can end wars. Words can change the direction of your life. You can listen to a speech and it totally changed the direction of your life. Words change cultures. So being loose with the lips and entering into contentions and arguing with people, then he goes on to say in that, in that verse 6, his, his lips enter into contention, starts arguing, it says, and his mouth calls for blows. Now this proverb doesn't mean that he's saying, would you please hit me? <laughs> you know, that's not what he's saying, but he, what he's saying is he won't quit arguing and it's going to escalate. She won't quit arguing. It's going to, listen, are you a born-again child of God? There are times you need to listen to the Holy Spirit. The Holy Spirit will say, you need to hush. We need to stop. We need to stop talking, right? And we need to listen to those things because if we keep going, it's just going to make things worse. Would you all agree with that? That sometimes the arguing makes things worse? I'm not talking about debating things or, or talking over things. There's a good right way to do those things. But we're talking about entering into contention and being loose with the mouth to uh, it's you're arguing and the lips then ensnare your soul. Remember, Jesus said it, it's not what goes in to the body but what comes out that defiles, right? Isn't that what the Lord said? It's what comes out of the heart. For out of his mouth comes what comes out of his heart. And that is what Jesus says defiles the soul, it is a snare to his soul. So you guys want to add anything to that? That'll be where we'll stop today. So the next time you're in contention with someone and you're part of this Bible study, let's remember this proverb. And when you feel that little impression of the Holy Spirit that says, be quiet. You need to just quit. You're making it worse. Let's listen to it. And let's stop. There will be more times to talk later. Uh, what, what was that? We used to go through that seminar. Uh, you know, you can, if it starts getting escalated, you can stop and set a time to talk about it again later. Yeah. Right? When neither one of you is, is hot-headed or upset. <laughs> Amen. All right, well, I love you, saints. I hope you're getting something out of the Proverbs. Larry, for prayer today, Brother Larry Neal. He's not feeling well, so we want to be sure to pray for him as well. Okay, is that the only prayer request you saw? I saw him, and of course, everybody, we're all praying for All Diane. praying for Sister Diane, of course. All right. Well, let's, uh, let's just lift up Brother Larry right before we say the Lord's Prayer. Could we do that? Father, we lift up our Brother Larry to you in the name of Jesus. God, would you just reach down and touch our brother and help him? He's not feeling well. Give him strength. Give him endurance. And, Lord, help him to feel better in the name of Yeshua, Jesus, my King. Amen and amen. Well, the Lord Jesus said, uh, pray like this. Our Father, who art in heaven, holy be your name. Your kingdom come, your will be done on earth as it is in heaven give us this day our daily bread and forgive us our trespasses as we forgive those who trespass against us and lead us not into temptation 
but deliver us from evil. For yours is the kingdom and the power and the glory forever. Amen? Amen and amen. All right, guys. Have a wonderful, blessed day. Have a wonderful, blessed day. Lord willing, we'll see you tomorrow. Bye.